Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And today, you guys, I'm so excited about the guests you're getting ready to hear from. They are our dear friends, and Dave is going to tell you a lot more about them. Yeah, we're super excited about them. Before I do, though, I want to remind you that we're in a series right now in the first couple weeks of 2023. If you're listening in real time, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us in the two-week marriage challenge where together we're challenging each other to listen every day for two weeks and we've got some great interviews lined up. You're going to hear from all sorts of different folks and every one of these conversations is designed to help enrich and strengthen your marriage so this is your best year of marriage yet. And today's guests, Naroop and Hannah Alphonse, are dear friends of ours. They're the founding pastors of LifeGate Church in Denver, Colorado. Naroop is part of our speaking team at XO Conferences. And if you've never been to one of our conferences, you're missing out. You need to come. They're so fun. Naroop does a great job hosting and speaking there. And Naroop also has a new communication course on xonow.com. And so stick around to the end of this interview. The first part of the interview, we're just going to like talk and laugh and hang out and sort of catch up. The second half, though, uh, we're asking Naroop and Hannah to share some very specific communication nuggets of wisdom. And what they have to say, I think, could make a huge difference in your marriage. It's very applicable. So definitely stick around to to, to, to hear the whole conversation. You'll be glad you did. Let's dive into today's episode. Well, like we said in the intro, we are super excited about today. I know I say that every time, but I really extra mean it this time because we have got our dear friends, Naroop and Hannah. They are, they're like family. I mean, they're, they're friends. They're part of the EXO family. Uh, they pastor, like you said in the intro, uh, in Denver. Um, but they're just amazing people. And really, we just wanted an excuse to hang out with them. And we're recording it this time. True. But they've got a ton of marriage <laughs> wisdom. They got four precious little boys, like we do. So they're part of Club Quattro also. They've got... Yes. They've got a 10 testicle home I as well. I knew you were going to say testicles. And, <laughs> and they, are, they are in the thick of living life, but yes. they're, doing it, they're doing it with a lot of wisdom and grace, and they're so fun. And so I'm going to shut up now and just say welcome, Naroop and Hannah. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you. Hanging out at your at two different places. Your place looks a lot cooler than our where we're currently. No, yours like right no. I love your it. art. Like those of you who are not listening, you got to watch. They have some beautiful art behind them. It's very pretty, and it's very fitting for Denver with the mountain theme and all that. So I love it. 
Yeah, sadly, it's not even ours. I just stole someone else's office. Well, I, I, I that's awesome. your office. I like so, it. So they have great art, yes. Yeah. They do, they do. Well, we always, whenever we interview any, any couple, we love to start out with how you all met. And I know you all told us the story, but I'd love for listeners to hear that. So could you guys share that with us? Yeah, I'll let Hannah tell this version because she she has a lot more emotional attachment to it oh than I do because of the pain of the, the moment, yeah, the experience. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, when I was in high school, my parents helped start a church in a suburb way north of Chicago. And when I was in college, he came on as an intern on the worship team. And I came home from school. Christmas break. Christmas break. And that Sunday, I came to church as you know, any typical college kid in the Midwest would just a sweatshirt and jeans yeah. and like not wearing any makeup or anything, just kind of showed up at church as, as is. And we met, and then later that night we had a it was a party. party. It, was a, it was a party for someone Birthday on staff. Party for someone, yeah. And so I had gotten showered, dressed in my hair, and makeup, all the things, and he had asked someone to introduce us because. He didn't remember who I was from that morning. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then our friend Kelly was like, that's Hannah. You met her this morning. I was like, no, definitely not the same person. Not the same person. Like, no, definitely the same person. Yeah. So, but I knew, I knew all of Hannah's family, all her sisters, her brother, her parents, because they were very involved in the church. But I never knew her. And her dad would always say, you got to meet my daughter sometime. And I was like, what kind of a dad keeps telling me to meet his daughter? This, this girl cannot be, this just cannot be, you know, this cannot be a good thing. And I didn't, I didn't know they were related until I went to go pick her up. And then her sister answered the door. I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, I live here. I'm like, since when? So <laughs> how weird. Long has this, yeah. How long has this happened? Yeah. So it was fun. But then we met and then we just became really good friends. I... This is another story. I had a suspended driver's license, which happened frequently, by the way. Yeah. And I was going home to see my parents, so I had no reason. One, I had no reason to use my car while I was gone. Two, I had no legal ability to use it anyways. And she didn't have a car. And I needed someone to drive me to the airport. And I said, hey, I don't have a license, and you do. I have a car, and you don't. You should just take my car while I'm gone. And 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 then I I landed. Yeah, she she, we started Uber before it was a thing. And, and then she dropped me off at the airport. And then it was a, it was a kind of standard like, oh, I'll just I'll text you when I land, or I'll call you when I land. Which I don't know why I said that because I don't I don't call anybody when I land. And I called her when I land, and that turned into hours wow. of conversations. Yeah. And then it just kept going. And then and we somehow got married. Yeah. Still in that Uber ride, we got married. Yeah, it was That's amazing. a long car ride. A little bit later, but you know. Yes. God works through it. a suspended license. That's he, right. Yeah, see, God, see, that's what, I, what the devil meant for evil. God used for good. Okay? There you go. Or stupid decisions. I love yeah, it. You know, that's a whole different podcast. Of, these, are the th- these are the things you should not do if you want to keep your driver's license. So, so Fast and Furious Naroop yes. gets suspended, yep. but then a Fast and Furious love began. Oh, wow. So, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm, I'm seeing how it's all. And so, so fast forward a little bit to... You start parenthood, all right? So, you know, you've got four little boys again, and yep. that, that's that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And w- what was what was life like as you started your family and kind of fast forward to now? Like, what's it look like now? Yeah. So parenting for us was I basically gave Hannah an ultimatum. I said, you either need to get a job or have a baby. You, I, I, don't, I don't care which one it is. Just pick one, and then she mm-hmm. chose. Yeah, she's it like, seemed like the easier option at the time. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, <laughs> so it was just sort of that, and 
I don't know. I think we are. So our oldest is 12 today. Mm-hmm. And wow. as of the day of this recording. And mm-hmm. I can't, you know, whenever people tell us, you know, we're not ready for kids or we don't think we're ready. I'm like, listen, nobody's ready. No one's yeah. ever, ever, ever ready for yeah. any of this. No one teaches it. You could read, and you should. You should read books and get mentors, but every child has his own personality. Mm-hmm. And the more you have, the more you have, the more and you're you like, oh my gosh, know. this one's like, <laughs> this one's like Hannah, this one's like me. And so, you know, and those are fun. This one, we don't know where he gave Like, where, I don't know who this <laughs> one is. This is, a, this is very strange. So, parenting for us has been a, a, a journey of really needing to, whenever, when, you know what's funny? After church, after sermons, I'll always say, does anyone need prayer? And I'm like, if you're a parent, you have to have your hand up. Mm-hmm. You have to yes. have your hand up. Like, none of us, none of us know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's been an interesting journey. I think parenting in 2022, just learning that it's not when we were all kids, mm-hmm. the world is polarizingly it's different. It's so different. It's, yeah, it's so different. Mm-hmm. And, and not even, you know, not even the sort of idea of social media and all that kind of stuff, just the way school works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Matt, I, I, I had to get a math tutor to help my to tutor my son in <laughs> yeah. how to do right. sixth grade math. Like, what is this? This is not long division anymore. Mm-mm. Or, you know, back in the day when we grew up, if you were in this neighborhood, in this city, that's where you went to school. Mm-hmm. But now there's options to so do all else. kinds of school. Right. And so all that's changing. And so I think constantly learning how to trust in the Lord, how to have way more. That's probably the hardest thing is we've had to learn how to not let every conversation be about our kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yet we have to still have conversations have about our kids. And yeah. so we're, I, we're trying to figure, hey, we're not talking about our kids tension. right now. You know, yeah. we cannot talk about them. And it's not even problems. Sometimes they're just really funny. Like they say funny stuff. They're just funny yeah. people and they say cute stuff. Like, okay, we're not talking about them. We're not. Because right. they're going to they're gonna leave this place one day and we have to know who we are outside of them. So that's, mm-hmm. a, but then sometimes one of us at least once a week We'll text the other one, like, I don't know what to do with this one. Like, I, I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I think military take, school is an option. Take turns <laughs> being, like, the ultra frustrated, I'm going to lose my mind. And then yeah. the other one has to talk the other one off the ledge. Yeah. Yes. The good news is, I don't know if you guys have had this, we've never both been frustrated at the same time. Usually one of us is crazy yeah. and one of us is sane. Yeah. Whoever it's never both been true. crazy. Whoever gets crazy first, the other one sees how crazy it is before they can get crazy. And yeah. It's so like, okay, we're going to... You're like, you're, you're getting crazy now. So. But parenting's <laughs> been a journey. It's been really fun. I think for probably difference, you know, for... Hannah grew up with a lot of sisters. I grew up with one. And these are four boys, which is really different their bathroom is like a truck stop it's just you know (laughs) it's like what is this this is just like and i'm like come in here come in here i'm like i shouldn't have to teach you how to pee like i shouldn't have to do this you're seven years old this is is not and that's you know it's sort of every time that happens i think this is what jesus must do with us in discipleship (laughs) like i shouldn't have to teach you this but i'm going to i'm going to do this one more time because i love you but this is getting really because i love you yeah so it's fun so we have different different temperaments Hannah's the all creative, goes all out for everything. Halloween, all out. What do we do for Halloween this year? Um, you, you, and she makes all their outfits. And I don't know. Oh, I love that. I used to, but I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah, so she goes all out. I mean, it's, she goes all out for Christmas, all out for Halloween, all out for Thanksgiving. And I, you know, my parents dressed this up as obscure Bible characters. And it was, oh, you know, here's a bed sheet. So great. Here's a bed sheet. You're a Hezekiah. You know, go for it. You're, <laughs> this year you're, this year you're Mephibosheth. You know, good luck. Get out there. You got a limp. Oh, but, yeah. uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. 
I was baby Jesus when I was a newborn. So they love Hannah. Like, she's so creative. It, they're, I come home and they're doing all kinds of creative stuff, and I'm the one that's throwing stuff at them. I make them run down the hallway, and I throw like tennis balls them as hard as I can. You know, <laughs> yes. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know. This, you all are, we have such a similar home. It's like the boy life or something because I totally get that. And do you know? I remember when I was pregnant. I guess with the fourth. You know, we knew that this was most likely our last child. And I had people, you know, basically, I think they they were well-meaning, basically like, I'm so sorry that you're never going to have the love that you could have had if had you had a girl, or you're never going to be able to decorate and do things like this. And what I want to say is like, and I'm sure Hannah can relate, boys enjoy all that stuff too. And boys can be extremely affectionate. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, aren't aren't your boys like, I mean, not maybe not all of them, but they can be so loving like i don't know why there's that that kind of stereotype but Mm -hmm. um and they love the holiday decorations like they cannot wait until we start decorating for holidays like they're so excited about all that stuff and i think there's this like stereotype that only girl homes do that or something and i think i probably had even thought that because hannah i grew up with a sister and really Mm -hmm. it was kind of like the girls ruled the roost and i mean it was everything girl all the time and dave grew up in a boy household and so it, it you know it is it's an adjustment, but no, it's so fun having the boys. It is a, a full contact sport, I would say. Um, they do like a lot of physical activity. Yeah, but, oh yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of it is. Sure. A lot of it's Hannah will text me a picture like, "You think stitches on this one?" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a baseball bat to the face is typically mm-hmm. the stitches. Oh, goodness. But the, you know, you bring up an interesting point because we to our our third, we don't know where this child came from. Like, you know, he's the X factor. And he's a really strange kid because he's very aggressive, aggressive, mm-hmm. in your face, loud. But then he loves stuffed animals mm-hmm. and yes. decorating yes. cookies. And so what we've realized is boys need an, an outlet for their aggression, but they also sure. need an outlet for their like tenderness. Mm-hmm. They need yes. they need both. And trying uh, to learn how to good. do both of those yeah. That's so true. is good. But I mean, I only know boys and... You know, you guys taught you, Dave's Dave already said testicles, so I guess anything's on the table now. <laughs> but I remember I remember Chris Rock said one year, or like it was like a stand up, I was watching of Chris Rock and he said, You know, if you have a girl, you have to worry about a thousand penises. If you have a boy, you only have to worry about one. There's only four penises I have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. You have to worry about it all. Oh, that's such <laughs> that's such a great line. Oh my goodness. Hey, one goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier and junk is sometimes more convenient and we're eating unhealthy not because we want to but it's just because it's what's easy to grab but then came along thrive that's right thrive market is helping us in really simple practical ways and as a thrive market member we save money on every single grocery order on average we save over 30 percent each time which i mean i don't know about you but i love saving money they even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. I love 
learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked so coming back to um like you guys talking about talk not talking about the kids yes, all the time. i love you brought that and, up and i want to i want to tee you up to talk about communication like what, what how do you guys communicate what do you talk about when you're not talking about the kids because narup actually has a new course on exo now which is our ministry streaming service all about communication excellent yeah great resource check that out exonow.com but hannah and Narup, i'd love for you guys to just kind of give us some tips on how you communicate, what you see in the couples that you counsel in your church that maybe are struggling with communication, how, how you're, you're counseling them, and just how we can all get a little better at it because because you two do it right, and we want to learn from you. Well, I think we're still we're we're learning, still learning, you know, and I, I think for us, we would, we would never tell anybody we've got it figured out. Mm-hmm. I think we're learning. And then when you add another human into your life, it's just... <laughs> way more communication pathways. Oh, yes. I think mm-hmm. what we had to learn early on, because our first three years were very contentious, mm-hmm. very, very contentious, because Hannah is passive aggressive, mm-hmm. will silent treatment, will, and I have no idea what's going on, and I'm just aggressive. It's just, mm-hmm. if I, I have no problem confronting anyone, any place, anytime. If I think something, I will tell you right away. I have not thought about it, not processed it, not prayed about it, and Hannah's the opposite. As she's processing, she'll just be ag- passive aggressive the whole time. And so that was very contentious for us because we had no idea yeah. why we're always angry at each other. And we just had to learn we, we think at different speeds and we process at different speeds. And we had to first, before you can, we had to learn before we can communicate something, we had to understand each other's speed at which something is going on in our brain okay. and how we process that. Where Hannah needs to talk mm-hmm. everything to death Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, I thought yeah. about it for 30 seconds. I, mean, I, thought, I thought we moved on. Like, why, why are we still talking about this? Internal processor, but also an external processor. When I'm ready to talk, I need to talk it all out loud. But in the mm-hmm. moment, I'm just soaking it all in, trying to just sort my thoughts. Yeah. So I think that's the first thing is to realize there's, you know, four ways of communication. You can be the aggressive communicator, the passive communicator, the passive aggressive. And what we had to learn was how to be assertive. And you can be and you yeah. can be truthful and kind yeah, and empathetic, true. but to be assertive. And so we had to learn that. I think we're still learning mm-hmm. that. We're still learning how to assert well. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then we had to learn that I can talk about anything, any place, any topic, any time, except for feelings. That's the one thing 
I'm like, why are we talking about feelings? I, 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 don't, I don't understand why we're talking about this. And Hannah's the sort of opposite. Mm. She can talk about feelings any place, mm. anytime, but can't talk about anything else. Logistics. Logistics, money, money yeah. uh, parenting, shopping, you, yeah. like, you name it. So we had to learn that we can't just talk about it whenever we want. We actually have to, like everything in life, if you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. Mm. So schedule right. it and stick to the schedule. And that, again, that's a challenge. It's easy when you have one kid. Right. And you have two. Yeah. You're like, okay, we can make this work. And then you have three. You're like, we can make this work. And then you have four, and you want to go to bed by five. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to go to bed. Yeah. Your brain doesn't work anymore, so. Yeah, my brain right. is done. You know, my, you're like, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I would say we've had to learn. So, for example, our budget meeting, we have to talk about money. Because early on, we grew up in two different households mm-hmm. where, for me, I grew up in an Indian family. I don't even know what color my dad's wallet is. I've never seen it. I've heard rumors. My brother and I and sister have heard rumors that it exists. We have never seen it. Like, just never seen it. I've seen it. And my parents don't talk about money. Like, I've never, other than my parents teaching us how to tithe and be generous, I had no idea what our mortgage is, what my parents paid for groceries. If we ever needed to do anything, if sports, music, you name it, it was, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, we have it. Mm-hmm. So we grew up in a small family with more money. Mm-hmm. Hannah grew up in a larger family with less money. And so our approach to money was very different. My approach to money is when it comes in, other than being generous, it stays in. I mean, it stays in. Money does not go out. Money stays in. For me, it's, 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 a, it's a matter of security, feeling safe mm-hmm. that we have money. And for Hannah, money comes in and it, it goes, goes right out. I mean, <laughs> it, it goes right. out before it comes in. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. like the bigger. <laughs> it goes out before it comes yeah, in. Yes, so it goes out. And so I would, you know, I remember one time I called her and I said, this is back, remember back in the day where they actually sent you bank statements? Like you yes. 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 That. She's, oh, yeah. You got your. We were still dating, right? No, this was, we were, we were married this time. We engaged, no, we were married. So I, I get like, you know, the bank sends you the 14 sheets of paper. And I'm going I through remember. this and I'm, and I'm highlighting things I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's coffee, coffee, Starbucks, you know, Target, Target, Target. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, did, is it me? Did you go to Starbucks multiple times a day, every day for the past 30 days? <laughs> or did your card get stolen? And we don't know about this. And I'll yeah. never forget, her response was, no, it was definitely me. And yes, I have a problem. <laughs> so that's the thing about Hannah. She's never, I'm never going to have to worry about Hannah taking our card or money and going and buying crazy extravagant stuff. It's always just little, little, little treats that she yeah. just loves, you know? Yeah. And so we had to sit and say, hey, this, we, this is not, Hannah, this is not how money works. And we had to go through that. And so we have a budget meeting once a month. But here's the thing. I can talk about it whenever. Whenever we want, I can talk about money, but she can't. So in that conversation, the person who has, what we've learned is the person who has the harder time with the topic gets to choose the time and the location. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I love that. So she chooses the time. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Because she needs, you would say, way longer to prepare for that conversation, right? Yeah. Just to make sure I, I can actually have a conversation like I know going into it what we're actually talking about and where things are. Right. Yeah. Or questions like, so what is this bill? <laughs> yes. And so she so she chooses time. prepared to answer questions. Yeah. And then we also <laughs> realize that we cannot talk about money 
unless it's at a public location. We have to be in the public. We have to be in public. So there's witnesses. I need to, yeah. <laughs> I have to be witnesses. So there's because it, it, can, get, it can get it can get heated. But you're like, okay, if I'm yes. in a coffee shop. I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain a little bit. I'm gonna hold so, back a little. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we go? I totally get that. Talk about not having Starbucks. Not yeah. Starbucks. So we go and have right. meetings. So that's that's it. So we have to have conversations. So you take every topic of conversation, and you just schedule those conversations. Yes. And not and you just can't talk about, you know. I, I always tell people: imagine if your boss called you into a meeting and said. I have nine things to talk to you about. The sales report, the marketing report, how you're doing, your PTO. Yeah. Like nobody, no one, no one can handle that level of information. Right. And we do that in our marriages. We do that with parenting. We do that with, hey kid, I have to talk to you about your homework, your attitude, your outfit, yeah. your hygiene. Like no one can handle that amount of intake of information. Mm-hmm. And so really deciding what do we need to talk about? When do we need to talk about it? And then what we found is, I really need to talk to Hannah about this. And three days later, I'm like, yeah, that really wasn't a big deal. Like, yeah, like it's and and it's not and it's not bearing it. It's legitimately no, it's just not a big deal. Like this isn't as much of an issue as I thought at the moment. You know, sometimes it's taking that pause and even praying about it, just sitting on it a little bit. I think because because if we just constantly were reacting to every little thing, we you know, like you said, we we get ourselves in trouble and we end up saying things we don't really mean and not having a healthy conversation about it. So I like the whole scheduling thing. I think that's very important. Yeah. I think that's one thing we struggle with sometimes when we, sorry, (laughs) when we are in the heat of a moment argument or something is not, um, is just letting the topic be the topic and not letting it snowball into other things Mm -hmm. that can be talked about at different times. Cause then it's like every, every, conversation or argument or fight ends up turning into something that was not what the initial thing was about. We're like, yeah, let's just solve this conflict. And then at another time we can revisit all those other things that you just, yeah. Like how did we just go from, you got a speeding ticket to, I hate your mother. Like, how did we get (laughs) that? Was, that was a marriage trajectory. Oh my goodness. How did we get there? You know, it all, it all gets connected. I I remember Jeff Foxworthy talking about that, doing a stand-up bit, saying in marriage, any argument, you can turn it to something else. And he goes, whenever I'm losing an argument with my wife, I just say, well, I guess we'll just live like your fat alcoholic mother then. And then <laughs> it's like, and it's just, it has nothing to do with what they were talking oh, about. Man. But yeah. no, I think there's so much wisdom in what you guys are saying of just, you know, the helping, helping each other be heard, be at your best, scheduling it, staying focused. And guys, there's more communication gold um, in that that XO Now course I mentioned. Guys, we're, we're, we're running out of time. I want to honor your time. But before we let you go in just a minute, but I want to close with each of you sharing one nugget of marriage advice. It can just be, you know, something you're learning now, a piece of marriage advice you'd give to, you know, a newlywed couple, whatever, whatever you want it to be, one nugget of marriage advice. While you're thinking about that, I want to tell our listeners that um, the XO marriage conference season is coming up. Yes. And if you want to hang out with with all of us here, uh, plan to come to one of the events. We're going to be in Grapevine, Texas, which is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, the the weekend before Valentine's Day. Then the very next weekend, we'll be in Houston. uh, And then um, we've got some other events coming up, including a one-night date night event uh, that Narup's going to be part of at our home church in Augusta, Georgia, Stevens Creek Church. It's so our excited. first time hosting an XO event. We're so excited about that. Um, you can go to xomarriage.com and get the full schedule. Uh, just click on conferences, and uh, we would love to see you at one of those. Just a great way to, to make an investment in your marriage, and they're super fun and 
it's not just us in this conversation who are part of it. It's a great lineup at every event, and um, you don't you really don't want to miss it. I'm telling you, these things are fun. So, Narup, Hannah, yes, give us a nugget of marriage advice. Yeah, what would you say? I would say for the wives specifically, you are your husband's biggest advocate and warrior. So as much as he can frustrate you, as much as you see all his flaws, you know him better than anyone else in this world on the side of heaven knows him. And to go to bat for him instead of focusing on the flaws and how they frustrate you, go to bat for him and take him to the throne every single day. I love it. Yes. Wonderful. That's I expect great, a lot yeah. more. I expect a lot more at bats now. I that <laughs> to go up now. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's spiritual advice to pray together to orient your life around God's people and God's vision for your life. But I, I would say, you probably married someone you thought was fun. I, I hope you married to whatever you think is fun. You know, yeah. and sometimes we look at couples and you're like, I don't know how they thought they were fun, but like, like you thought they were fun. <laughs> And you laughed a lot. Hopefully you laugh with the person that you were dating and, and that led you to, to get married. And so I would say your house should be filled with laughter. You know, learn to laugh with each other, learn to laugh at each other, you know, joke around. We joke around a lot with each other. And we, and that's something I appreciate that Hannah, I'm a very sarcastic person, love to tease people. And she's never given me a hard time about that. And that's part of the way that I, show who I love is that if I don't make fun of you I probably don't like you so I like to make fun of people and, and I can tell you that I've just noticed in couples that we that we pour into when laughter leaves the home when joy leaves the home it's typically a fast fast down like downward trajectory yes and just learn to laugh a lot like learn to do stuff that's fun again like what did you do when you were dating that was fun go do those things hopefully now you have more money than when you were dating so you could afford more but yeah. Do things that are fun, laugh a lot, joke around a lot. And I, I think for me, the key is I love coming back to a home that I know is just full of life and laughter. Yes. Because my, cause outside of the home, it's, everything is serious and everything is hard. But in our home, we want it to be life and laughter and joy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Jesus talks about in John 15. If you as a couple are abiding in, in Christ. You're remaining in him and your word and in prayer. He says at the end of John 15 that the result of that is that his joy would be made complete in you. Mm -hmm. And I've just never met a joyful person that doesn't laugh. I've just never right. met yeah. that person. So we laugh a ton. We laugh and joke around. We make fun of our kids. We make fun of each other. We make fun <laughs> of our parents. We do fun stuff like we go to we go to restaurants. And then, you know, like at restaurants, you have like the little digital order things now, you know, yes. have you seen this? Like, yes, we go to Red Robin, a.k.a. the Dirty Bird. That's our that's one of our places. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do things like, OK, you have to order this dessert, but in a French accent. You have to yes. order this. But, and we just do things that are and it's just the two of us. No one else is there. And it's just fun. We just laugh the whole time. It's just fun. Yes. We laugh. So if you I can laugh, it. I feel like if you can laugh, you know, I love seeing those. 70 year old couples that still laugh you're like man yes. that's the kind of house you want you want to laugh and you know and dave the stories you have in your family i i sometimes i'm like man i wish i had his life i wish i wish that was my upbringing that would have been, I, I would have so many stories that would just be the best oh, man. Uh, so a laugh to... a lot you know yes well, every time I'm around you guys, I laugh a lot, we which do. is the mark of a great, great friendship. And, and you two are such a gift. I'm so thankful for you both and can't wait to hang out in person. We're going to get to be hanging out Exciting. quite a bit in the coming months. And, and all you listeners and viewers, come hang out with us. 
We would love to see you at one of these events. And listen, if you are in the Denver area, check out LifeGate Church. Definitely. Um, go and see Narup and Hannah. They are, they're doing a world-changing ministry there, and uh, you would want to be a part of it. Guys, any final words before we sign off? Uh, laugh a lot. Don't get, don't get your driver's license suspended. I love it. Teach your kids Wise how to pee. Words. That's it. Those are the final words. Parting words. Hey, words to live by. That's great. Hey, all you, all you listeners, viewers, thanks so much for listening. If this encouraged you, and I know it did, there were so many great nuggets here that you can apply to your marriage. Forward this on to somebody. Send them a text. Post it on social media. Help others discover uh, what you've discovered. And together, we're helping build stronger marriages. Rupin and Hannah, we love you guys, and we'll see all of you real soon. Love you guys. Bye.